0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah what's going on ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the Your sports show episode 107 i am your host big baby aka the Soul of r and at the bottom of the pyramid today we have pete risotto who's out on vacation at the beach with all the bronx seals no
2: no not even
3: not even decided to leave.
2: Leave the New York City beaches.
3: I wonder who goes to a New York City beach with their shirt off. Well, I've, done I've done
2: Imagine that. I've done that. I
3: mean, I don't really go I to mean, New York beaches,
2: but I've lived in New. I lived in the Bronx all my life, so going to Orchard or should I call it chocha Beach? Like you just go with shirt off all the time.
1: This is this is true, but I I didn't go to Orchard. I ain't like orchard ah. like
2: that. <laughs> Orchard's great. I've only been. I think I've only been to two New York City beaches. Actually, I've only, I've only ever been to Orchard or Coney Island.
1: Yeah. I've been to Far Rock Beach. It's, it's,
2: Can't stand that travel, bro. Especially back friend, back in the days when I used to take the train. Like you yeah,
1: my best friend to Far used Rock. to live out there. My best friend used to live out there. So if we were out there, we would all go. Over now there. now that I have a car, I
2: wouldn't mind going to Far Rock. But like back in the day when you take the train. And I ain't even gonna lie to you, I say it live on air. I was always terrified of the idea of that A-train going over that one stretch of track on the water with nothing else around it. I was not beat for that. Nope. <laughs> 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 not beat for it.
1: And and to our top right, we have the Queen. 25k.
3: What's going on, everybody?
1: What's up? What's up? What's up?
3: And we are recording on the actual
2: queen, queen's jubilee celebration. So kind of, you know, kind of ironic that the queen with us today.
1: We only acknowledge one queen, <laughs> sorry.
2: All I, hell, the queen.
1: I don't know who that person is overseas. There's only one queen <laughs> there,
0: so.
1: I, don't, I don't know. We only acknowledge one Christopher, uh, but we only acknowledge one queen. But how's your week? Speaking of Queen, let's start with you. How was your week?
3: I'm good. I'm I'm, you know, uh taking it as it goes. This week was it went by really fast, which is really good, which means next week is gonna be excruciatingly slow. Um so all well, I gotta I've been having some car issues. A uh, blasted Amazon truck backed into my car last week. And um he tried to hit and run, and I ran in front of his car and prohibited him from running away.
1: That's just like the Avenger, you are. What? I'm
3: like, you don't get to move. <laughs> I'm like, stay
2: right there. <laughs> <laughs> only Tavia, only not Tavia, not. stand in front of a stand in front of a whole moving truck, and I said, she, no. stopped Tavia like, probably, she
1: stopped the car with her own one hand.
2: Yo, Tavia like, probably stood in front of that truck and was like, "I dare you to hit me."
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I dare you
3: i like, you don't get the move. I said, what's your information now? And he put me on, and then they're going to pay for all the damages. It's minor damages, but still nonetheless, it was damage. And I'm my- willing to
2: bet money you use more colorful language than that, Tavia. <laughs> I didn't curse. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? You know what? Props for that, because I probably would have cursed up a storm.
3: Yeah, I didn't curse. I didn't curse. Shout outs to my best friend and my daughter who was there to you know make sure that I stayed I didn't go hulk so um it's just a little scratch but you know send some love to my car which I I admir- I, I nicknamed ghost <laughs> cuz it's white
2: I wish I would. you know what? I wish I was, I've never been to South Beach either. Never been to South Beach. Uh, You've never been to South Beach? I've actually only been to Florida three times in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, All three times have ended, uh, usually preceded uh, a very disastrous time of my life. So I've I've kind of had a very negative opinion about Florida. And I've also uh, had like this small little Joking, bet with myself that I refuse to ever go to Miami because the only time you need to go to Miami is for drugs, clubs, or women, and I don't need either three of those in my life right
3: now. You get those in the Bronx. The only difference in Miami, they have teeth. You know.
0: Plus, in Miami, I can't tell what's
3: real and what's plastic. Well, in, in the Bronx, you don't know if if they're on crack or. <laughs> you can tell if somebody's on crack, Tavia.
1: Now, these new age crackheads be uh, fooling you. They're very prolific like, now. You still
3: do, because people be like, yo, you still do crack. Like who still does that?
1: <laughs> you still do crack. Did like, you not upgrade your
2: lifestyle? To, to... Like how is the sentence, sentence
3: going from you do crack to you coke? still do crack? <laughs> like we're still do like this is still <laughs> a thing.
1: Apparently. Apparently. Uh,
3: but yeah, I mean, in the Bronx, I mean, who cares if it's natural or not? Like, a, a big butt is a big butt. Like, who cares if it's if it's real or not? Big booty. I, big... I can't. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, granted, I, I'm gonna, I'll do whatever I want to my body. I I have, no, I've had no, like, cosmetic surgery modifications, but I've never, you know, I've had modifications, but based on my cancer um, situation, but. You know, I had the option to get big old bazooka uh, breast implants, and I didn't do it.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't chide anyone. I don't judge anybody for wanting to do what they want to do with their body. It's their body. It's their choices, their decisions and their life. Uh, so I don't, I don't judge anybody for doing it. I don't look at anybody negatively for doing it. I just personally, on an intimate level, on a physical level, as 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 a person, uh, I'm just not as attracted to it. As I would be a,
3: a, a more natural. Okay, you be, being phony and modest because at the end of the day, if if a girl with a with a boop, boop, boop was like yo um before you know we we know you're wifed up right now so it would you being the wife we know that you're wifed up now and what? You know, but if a girl k two people still do k two too. I thought that was a <laughs> like two thousand and ten thing. No k. Kate- K2 two
1: or not, 4 loco Be on that K2 nowadays. But <laughs> if a four a loco.
3: And she had a banging ass body with a banging ass personality, you're getting wifed up. You're going to be doing exactly what you're doing right now. So don't even don't even try it. I said if you want to get, just make sure you do it safe. This is my thing. Like these women, they're going to DR. They're getting their bodies chopped up and they're dying.
0: Yeah.
3: A, a beloved police chief lost her life doing a BBL. Recently. You get what I'm saying? So just, you know, there's some things like, there's nothing worse in this earth than a flat butt.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah, damn right, Larry. Damn right, Larry. I agree. That's right. That's right. we we'll get, right.
1: we'll get, we'll get to the Rangers in a little bit. Damn right, Larry. Mr. Tardy tardy BK Matt. What's going on? Big Tardy.
4: Matt Tardy.
1: Sorry. Sorry, change your name man. big tardy
3: <laughs> big tardy no. can be seen as big Tardy can be seen as an offensive term oh uh, I, I don't even know
1: I get it nope never mind yeah we will, we will not be calling you that sorry big late big lateness, <laughs>
3: <Sorry>.
1: big, lateness. <laughs> big lateness is, is really good <laughs> but record.
3: I've had a good day so far I got in a good workout I left my house really early Got worked out for like two hours Got back You know, I, I had to eat some humble pie Because I really thought Exactly, nobody can say no to a big button smile, he's lying he's, he, he, Vinny Forte Says, I love him but Pete's a liar Nobody can say no to a big button smile, nobody I thank God Every day. Say no to J-Lo. You would say no to Jennifer Lopez?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not in trap. I, like I wouldn't say no to Jennifer like Lopez. And I'm straight. I wouldn't yeah. say no to her. I, I carry her personally wherever she want me to go.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, you
3: hoo boo-boo? <laughs> you need your hairbrush? I wouldn't say no.
2: Mm-hmm. i take Shakira, though. i take Shakira any
3: day to week. Jennifer Lopez is better looking than Shakira. I'm sorry she is.
2: Sure, um, I can I can I can see your point on the body, but knowing J Lo's personality and having met members of my family and knowing some very personal details about the person that J Lo is, I'm good.
3: That's why. You know, yeah, you know I hate when people be lying because
1: don't, don't like be I don't like secondhand. Men don't information. Don't be cared about I need I, need, like I need to know I need to know her myself. I don't need secondhand information.
2: Yeah, I I've know. done. I, <laughs> listen, I, I have done work with her sibling. I think someone who grew up with her and lived in the same household is firsthand
3: enough information. There are there in this like like I said, I do believe that people are way more sexually fluid than they they put on. But I feel like for me, knowing that I know I know sexuality is not a choice because I wouldn't choose men, because men are fucking gross. But there are four women in this world that I would risk it all for. And that is Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce, and
2: Hmm. Oh, Michelle Obama. Well. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on two of the four.
1: Matt, how was your week, sir? Uh
4: heck my car went down, so I'm just trying to catch back up on that
1: for the Matt, most like part. Six, Matt like, got like six cars, he be all right. So. I got two. Let's,
3: let's relax. Ooh, big fancy. I got two cars. Whoa. Y'all talk about me. He got two cars. I have one measly car. Married I'm married. Married One's
4: like for me and days.
2: one's for my
3: wife.
2: I, I was have there, one Kia that that Forte. That's mm-hmm. all I got. And a bike.
4: This is my car and my, and my and my wife's car. That's it. Watch out. all nobody rich over No, a pedal, pedal
2: power.
3: Pedal power. Who rides bikes? I do. It's a good workout.
4: Great workout. Yeah, I do too. Like cool. to
3: cool. To actually go places or just for for leisure? Just to
1: ride and, and
4: honestly, and yeah, right, work that's out.
3: Cool. No, it's a little bit and of
1: both. If if I if if it's right there, I will ride to it.
3: I uh, can't fathom you scoot scooting on the goddamn bike going to, look, I, going to the airport.
1: I scoot, scoot scoot. No, not to the airport. No, that's crazy. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's wild. That's wild. No, I, I, I scoot scoot to Legend from from my house up.
4: You said you scoot-scoot? Is that what you just yeah.
3: said?
1: Yes. I scoot-scoot. Mario
4: just on said, like that, that, that just feels
3: like one time I went bike riding across Crosshead Park, like two years ago, and it felt so juvenile to me.
4: Really? So hold up, you don't ride bikes at all, so I know you like to work out and everything, so what do you do
3: for cardio? You just run the treadmill? I do a lot of cardio. I do jumping jacks. I do suicides. I do, um, yeah, yeah I, do suicides, jumping jacks. I run. My workouts either end, start off with a three mile run or end off with a three mile run.
1: Suicides. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Talia ran her first suicide
3: like last week. She was like, oh, I man, know how do you do this? It was, the suicides never got me. It's stupid stuff like planks that get me. Mm. Like, I could do suicides for 20 minutes. I do, i can't plank for 30 freaking seconds.
1: You know what's bad? That's a bad suicide is mountain climbs. It's basically suicide to the extreme, bro. Yeah, but suicide's a whole extreme, bro. So, like the incline machine, no, no, the mountain, mountain climbs, climbs are suicide. And... Yeah, oh,
3: okay, okay, okay. I did that today. I went to it, I had a really nice, intense workout, which is boxing. Running
1: and weights, so it was yeah. pretty cool. That's good. That's good. Pete, you have to mute your fun over there. Sorry. I'm Thank just you. Shocked.
4: How does he even get service in on the beach? I that's a beach.
1: that's a wonderful question.
3: I really like his sunglasses.
1: I do too. The sunglasses are they the designer?
3: Food? it's like a sheriff. Oh. <laughs> they they are not designer. They Ray-Bans uh
1: they are not they for them bands That's what they <laughs> <Maybe. are.
3: laughs> let me
1: get those <laughs> <beds>. for them <band. laughs> oh man with the, the swoop looking like a tornado today okay man he came They're out right. he came out looking fresh he got the swoop look like a whole wave <laughs>
4: so i take it he's not on the beach by himself
3: no happy,
1: no. Wife, happy life Oh no no yeah it, it's he's Flags the happy the wife
3: the happy life mm. Matt's a wife too, so it's all good. Pete looking like a dot right now. I'm not even yeah, on for that. real, his hoochie daddy. You got his hoochie daddy
2: shorts on? <laughs> I had no comment on that.
1: Nah, you got his hoochie daddy shorts on, for real.
3: Are they at least five inches long? They are children in the vicinity. <laughs> well, uh, well, I hope they're not up your ass crack then.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, no. He's on what the box.
3: I, I predict they, that they, he's wearing they, speedos. Red, white, and blue? No, they are not. <laughs> Did you
0: that's,
2: go and get that's your That's next flag jack for your car? I, I do not have, a, I do not have a pair of, uh, uh, of, 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 of tights. I'm good. We talking about the Puerto Rico, Captain Puerto Rico. Oh, no, I don't, I don't have those. That's next week. Next week. Next well, week. Be all Puerto they, already, they, already out. they already started. Next week, all Puerto rico out. Friday to Sunday.
3: All
1: oh, you are gonna hear me say for three days straight is "whipper." <laughs> que bandera, que bonita bandera, bandera que bonita bandera. Bandera, oh, the rico. Thing, yeah. looking like a damn super trooper.
2: Pete look like he about just to say. Just new boot. barbecue. Right Listen, now. I'm just new boot goofing. New new boot goofing. Mm. All right, we, 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 all right.
1: Let's get to the show. Let's oh, get yeah, to the show. Oh yeah, I don't get
2: to how my week's been, damn. Pete, you all at the
1: beach. We see how your damn week is. Yeah, you look great. Tell us us how you have thirty seconds to tell us how your week is.
2: My week was great when I got the message. That uh, big shout out to Tavia's daughter on getting them high honors. That was how my week was. That was the great news for the week. Let's give the big shout out to Tavia's daughter. Let's not just you know forget about that. That girl out here on the highest of honors.
3: Killing it. My baby a is a valedictorian of her class. Fact. I I I played I was hysterically crying like I want an Oscar when her school called me and told me that she was valedictorian. On top of she got a full scholarship to her high school. I'm so proud of my daughter. She is my legacy. And you know what? Is I hope she can go as I hope she uses whatever she wants to do to do something positive. That's all I care about. As so long as she's positive and happy and healthy.
1: That's all I could ask for. Absolutely. And Matt, your daughter as well. Graduated kindergarten, if not mistaken, right?
4: Graduated kindergarten. Shane graduated eighth grade. He starts high school. My Maya's graduating pre-K and she's going into kindergarten. I got a whole bunch of graduates over there. So yeah, I'm you am very got your proud other,
1: of them. The other kids you don't know about, you know, you do good, not, that.
4: Stop chocolate. <laughs> do I look like super trooper over there? Ain't no telling how many CET planted in the Bronx. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't doing that at all. We
3: I'm a child of God. Me. I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Yeah, uh-huh. Now over there with that Playboy
3: stash, you not? Pete knows damn well he he's
2: not a player. Never had been. Never, never ne- wanted to be, but never had it in me to be one. That's, good. Be That's one. good.
3: That's good. That's good. That's good.
2: can lie. I can't lie and sit here and say that life don't look glamorous and it wasn't a pull and a lure of it and. I did ruin one relationship in my life when I was in
3: college for thinking that I wanted that kind of lifestyle and uh, just just was not for me, never was for me. Unless you're married, i say date them all.
1: My mama said that too. Unless there's a ring date on world. it. There's, there's
3: I'm not talking about an engagement either. Unless you guys actually <laughs> said vows, mm-hmm. until then, date them all. Around the world. But just be honest. Yeah. Don't let somebody think it's
1: A when it's B. Date them all. City boys up? No, city boys are forever oh down. City we, we, <laughs> we discussed how city boys are not up already. Like two weeks ago, we're still all recovering. Right. We're still recovering. But let's let, let's kick it old school and get into today's topic. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> That shit, nah. Let me not do that. Kevin Durant, <laughs> and um, it's in the media again. <laughs> These damn Brooklyn Nets can't stay out the media for nothing, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Stephen A. made a comment saying uh, along the lines that Michael Jordan ruined the game in the, in terms of media wise, in terms of putting all the focus on him and not on his team. That's the long, you know, the long short of it. Kevin Durant says, no, the media, people like Stephen A. Smith, um, Shayna Sharpe, and Skip Bayless ruined the NBA based on their media takes. Matt, wh- who do you think first? has leverage? Because you late. <laughs> so, Matt, no. and this is the only reason why you go for shit late, not because these are Brooklyn Nets. If it was just because Brooklyn Nets, I would have told um, Mr. Tan Man over there to, to do it. But for you, who has, who has, who's right? Do you think media has ruined how people look at the NBA, or do you think certain players being more about themselves have ruined how people look at the NBA? Um, damn,
4: I don't really know how to answer that because I kind of agree both ways to a degree. We can't say things like Michael Jordan is is on, you know why sports has gone one-sided because the media paid attention to Michael Jordan, gave levity to Michael Jordan for that to happen. So, in all honesty, they're both right. Uh, I think where a lot of things go wrong is, again, a lot of these public opinions on certain players are derived from media like media opinions of of them. So, I get what Kevin Durant is saying and I also get what Stephen A is saying, but I don't agree with Stephen A's view on the fact that Michael Jordan is the reason of that because you've had players long before Michael Jordan that have garnered media attention and 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 took away from the game because again, if we're talking about the NBA, nobody's really paying attention to the NBA until the Magic Johnson Larry Bird feud, right? That the media over that the media hyped up. So again, you can't say certain things like that and 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 not put responsibility on the media because that's who they paid attention to. That's who they wrote about. That's who they garnered opinions about. These are the guys that they that they that they they deemed the GOATs or, you know, the, the forefathers of certain aspects of everything. So I get what Kevin Durant is saying and I also get what Stephen A is saying, but it's a double-edged sword. It's both it's both of the reasons for that, that take.
1: And before I let um, Pete and Tate answer, here's exactly what he said to give more context to the people who are listening. Michael Jordan is – Stephen A. Smith says this. Michael Jordan is responsible as much as anybody for changing the game for the worse. He was so phenomenal that the NBA marketed the individual. The audience gravitated towards the individual, and the game became a bit more individualized. What I'm saying is you were thinking team – until Jordan elevated it to another level. And from Jordan, then you had Kobe's, and then Vince Carter's and others that came along thereafter and the individualization of the sport, particularly because of the money that came with it, became more of a focal point. So, Queen, your thoughts on what he said and and do you agree with that?
3: Okay, so I'm on the same side with Matt that I can see both sides of the argument, right? So when you see what Stephen A. Smith says, yes. You know, when it came to the Michael Jordan era of basketball, people gravitated towards superstars more than towards individual teams, right? Now, granted, that reflects society as a whole. You know, we gravitate to our favorite artists. We gravitate to our favorite celebrities. Like, some people will go see a movie just because Brad Pitt's in it. Not even caring about, you know, what the context is or or what the plot are, plot is. Right now, I feel like when you come into, I feel like it, it shifted internal culture, which which brings us here today. Now, external culture, you always had the NBA superstars. You had the Chamberlains. You had the Kareem Abdul Jabars. You had the Michael Jordans. You had the the uh, the um the magics, the birds, people always gravitated towards superstars. Now, where it became an issue during the Jordan era was that it became more focused on superstar heavy with the front offices, with players playing GMs, you know, the stuff that we talk about on a daily basis. Now, we don't also get there without the media sensationalizing sensationalizing these people too. So, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant's part is because he him and the media have a love-hate relationship, especially with those three journalists, right? Now, I feel like Stephen A. Smith sometimes, which I don't he he pushes opinion as fact. And what I feel like what Kevin Durant is, is saying is that I don't feel that like the journalists change the the way basketball is run as a whole. I feel like the journalists have become way more critical. Which and they've become way more criticism based, which makes you look at them like, look, you don't dribble, like how could you tell me that I look slow? How could you tell me that I like get on get on my level first before you start talking about my player my player ability, right? So I definitely get that as well. But the the problem with the NBA to me is that the superstars run the roost. Like when you look at the NHL, you really don't focus. There's not but you don't really hear about, all this star player. The last star player that people just went crazy about was Wayne Gretzky during that same Jordan era. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like, no, there's no focus on teams. Yes, there's a focus on individual, but that's a a reflection of how society has evolved.
1: Agreed. And before you answer, Pete, uh, just get to a few comments. We'll get to one comment. Vincent says hot takes are fun. Stephen A. Smith for the most part is a good is good for getting conversations going. Skip is a hack, fraud, treads, and irresponsible takes. X. Um Example. Yeah, example. Um Shepard's mental health, Troy Aikman's, blah 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 rumors. Yeah. Um so that goes. I agree to, with
3: that. I yeah. agree with that too. I feel like I feel like that the irresponsible takes have also, have no place in sports. I feel like there's a there's a difference between being critical, which we all watching a game can be. You get what I'm saying? I I also take, you know, criticism with a grain of salt. Like are you going to go to a mechanic to find out why you have diabetes?
1: Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. right. But it, when you
3: about people's sexuality or when you start pe- speaking about people's personal lives you get or, or things that are, are not breaking the law but are, are salacious enough that can get people talking and tuning in that's when you become that's when you risk or to me compromise your credibility as a journalist and this is someone who has a journalism background you know you know just the the rumors, the irresponsible takes just to get a hot take, just to, to be in the conversation, I think that's completely egregious.
1: Agreed. Go ahead, Pete.
2: So I, like Tavia and like Matt, uh, agree with both takes, but I think it's more – There's a little bit more on the Stephen A. side uh, than the Durant side, though Durant does have a point. And, and I'm going to touch on two things that I think haven't been touched on yet. One, there is a line at the end of Stephen A. Smith's comment that, uh, that, that you didn't mention, which I think is very key. That Jordan era created an iconic line. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, right? And be, there was a reason for that. Everybody wanted to be like Mike because what his, what his game brought to the table, how his game changed the game, how dominant he was, the fact that he won these championships, things like that. And we're not going to sit here and say that he did it by himself because he did it with a superstar team that was built around him with some great players around him. Jordan would not have been able to win six championships had he not had the help that he had on those Bulls teams. But the most popular game, the most popular basketball game during the 90s era of basketball was what? NBA Jam, which revolved around what? A two-on-two game that centered on the superstars for each team. It's not like somebody was going to the arcade and playing NBA Jam with John Paxton and Steve Kerr. Like you weren't doing that, right? You were sitting there when you played with the Bulls. You played with Jordan and Pippen. You played with, um, you know, you played with Kemp and uh, Kemp and Payton. You played with, you know, all these stars on these teams, right? And usually, the bigger name stars of the teams that the players, the, a lot of the players wanted to play as, right? So yes, there was a rise towards the individual individualism of the NBA player. And how the star player impacted the team and the building around the big star player. Now, as Tavia and have both said, there were star players long before Jordan came along. Right? Here's the big difference, right? The big difference came when we talk about the media side of things. It harkens me back to a classic song from the eighties, or the early nineties it might have been, called Video Killed the Radio Star. In the 80s. Right. Right, it was in the 80s. Thank you, Tavia. Video killed the radio star. It talked about how the rise of music videos and MTV and things like that killed people who became stars on the radio and the the songs on the radio. And journalism has changed because during the Jordan days, you didn't have ESPN the way you have it now. You had ESPN, but not the way you had it now. You didn't have people getting paid a million dollars or more in a contract to sit down on a talk show and talk sports and talk basketball and become these experts, right? A lot of these guys, almost all of these guys, Stephen A. Smith included, were newspaper columnists. They were journalists and they had to back everything they wrote in the newspaper with facts. They couldn't just write, unless they had an opinion article, they had to write facts. But when you're on TV, you can say whatever you want to say. And the fact is what sells television airtime? Hot takes, what gets ratings, hot takes, what makes people want to tune in, things that are controversial. And another thing that Kevin Durant has to remember, I think a lot of people forget (laughs) how critical journalists were of Mike when Mike was actually active, when Mike was in the league. Mike didn't get all this good press when he was in the league. Yes, he did. No, Mike got more good press after he retired, post retirement, Because
3: people were critical. People were heavily critical on MJ. They never, they never held his heels to the fire. This is when I, this is when I throw the age card, right? Okay. I remember people treating Michael Jordan like he was Jesus on water. It didn't start getting critical until the NBA took more of a hip hop culture approach. When, when you had the Allen Iversons, when you had the Kobe Bryant's, who, You know, they made those comments about they dressed like thugs. That's when people started holding people's legs to the fire with the media and the athletes. But before then, there was nothing. They fed into this Michael Jordan frenzy. He was on the Wheaties box. He was here. He was there. He was all over the place. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is, it's like all you heard all the criticism come from the teams that couldn't stop him. The Knicks couldn't stop Jordan. This team couldn't stop Jordan. Jordan and the Bulls. You get what I'm saying? Everybody loves a winner. Everybody loves a winner. The problem is when you're not winning anymore. Right. And, you know,
2: you're not wrong, Tavi. There was a lot more good media about Jordan. But there were there were, there were journalists who were critical of him. And I think there are a lot of people who want that Jordan treatment. Uh, but don't want the criticism, and we spoke about this a couple episodes ago. I don't think Kevin Durant can stand being criticized. But then again, Tavy, you do make a good point. A lot of these guys are newspaper columnists. They are columnists turned television journalists, and this is what they are paid to do. You're not paid over a million dollars a year by Fox Sports. Listen, Chris, uh, no, nah, uh, Colin, Colin, what's his last name? I forget his name. Heard that's on Fox. Cowherd, yes. Cowherd is not paid what he's paid to sit there and be nice and give facts. Stephen A. Smith is not paid what he's paid at ESPN to sit there and give facts. Skip Bayless was not lured away from ESPN to give the facts. The make a story. The facts exactly. A story. And, then right. you know, the and as Matt always says, don't let the good facts do let the facts get in the way of a good story. And it's but all this is about stories.
3: Just to counteract what you said about Jordan, right? In the nineties. He was cheating on his wife left and right. He was in trouble with the law. No, he was getting in. He was starting to get in trouble for the gambling yeah. part. Yeah. That didn't hit the news until after,
2: Until yeah. so the suspension.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, when he left and went to play major league baseball. Yeah,
3: they knew. Yeah. Like the they suspension. Knew, yeah. They knew what was going on. They knew what he was doing off the court. His hijinks and stuff off the court. People focused on Robin because he dressed like a woman. Yep. Yep, they, they they focused on Rodman because he was the bad boy, and no, not even the bad boy because they because they they had this, this pitchfork campaign because they were like, oh well, is he gay? Is he this? Is he that? You get what I'm saying? And then it it counteracted the poster boy image of Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson couldn't be the poster boy anymore because unfortunately he was diagnosed with HIV, so they needed some, and that at that time HIV was stigmatized. You get what I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah, because so if you watch actually,
4: winning times, they brought they they showed like the beginning of like yeah. the, the campaign to be behind Maddie Johnson and Larry Bird to build Larry. up the NBA. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It goes further than just Michael Jordan. That yeah, was, was so what than Stephen that. A. was saying was right, but again, it also goes with what Kevin Durant saying.
3: And the you, media didn't hear, is what, yeah, is you didn't even what. Yeah, you didn't even hear over, when Larry Bird Larry Bird supposedly had an illegitimate daughter that he didn't do anything for. Like you didn't hear about that when he was playing. You heard about that afterward. And nowadays, the difference is anybody could be a journalist as long as they have a Twitter account. Anybody- right. and nowadays, they're going to focus on that. If one of these stars I mean, had an
2: illegitimate daughter, that's what they're focusing on.
3: Yeah, but okay. nowadays, you wouldn't hear the end of it. You'd know her right. whole business. You'd, hold, you'd know everything. You know what I'm saying? Because now people are easily accessible, which is a double another double-edged sword. But I feel like with Kevin Durant, as great of a player as he is, I don't think he needs to even – the thing is, I don't want to tell him to, to – to, 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 Wanted, no, I'm not telling him to shut up and dribble. But my thing is not all criticism is bad criticism either. Sometimes you need to be held to the fire if you're not performing up to the standard in which you are held to. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the, the best players in the NBA. You have been for a decade. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't expect me to look at, at, at this and be like, look, why do you care?
2: <laughs> but but also, Tavia, we say, this,
3: we say this a lot about
2: somebody... In a prominent position in another in another uh, in another realm of sport and business, uh, we say this a lot about about this person. I would say the same thing to Kevin Durant. You don't need to react to everything that's said about you. You don't need to sit there and engage with every single comment and engage with everything because that's what continues it. It really does because people know that you're going to feed into it and you're going to make it worse. Just, you know, go out there and do what you need to do. And yeah, get listen, if somebody says something salacious, somebody says something disrespectful, somebody comes at you sideways, then by all means, go ahead and respond. But you do not need to respond to every single word that every single one of these talking heads say, because you're just feeding into exactly what they want you to feed into. But at the same there, time- there's another, part
1: of, there's another part of it that we're, we're, we're probably- not looking at it that kevin durant is saying but he's he's indirectly saying a lot of these media journalists and you guys said it too when you stop talking about what they're doing on the court and you start talking about things that are personal now you're now you're, you're really just not doing your job and now like you guys said you're looking for clickbait you're looking for conversation and you're not doing your job. You're not doing the players' justice, of course. No, that so is I'm, their job, though, Dre. That is
2: their but job. It is their, their job, job is, though. Their job if, they don't, the, if they don't generate the clicks, if they don't generate the click, they don't generate the don't ratings, get paid. they don't generate the views, they're not going to have in, a
1: job. I understand that, but in the athlete's point of view, what does me cheating on my wife have to do with what I'm doing on the court?
3: It's your character, because now, mm-hmm. now we here we go back again. Yes. Yeah. It goes back to the superstar thing. You are supposed to be just as much of a role model on the court as you are off the court. So it talks about your integrity as a person. Now mm-hmm. it says, well, he shouldn't be where he is right now because look what he does to his wife. Look what he does off the court. This is this is where we get into the character, the character aspect of it, which I feel is important. Don't get me wrong, especially when it comes to situations where you're breaking the law. Like whatever, whatever's and, happening in your marriage, that's your marriage. You get what I'm saying? And also, whatever, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but if you're beating on your wife, so if you're out there violating women, using drugs, and all stuff like that, you should be held to the fire because you know better that you're in a public forum now.
2: And I, I would also say, Dre, to,
3: to your point a little
2: earlier, I think the difference is because of the proliferation of sports media and because of the proliferation of social media and how media has changed, I can see the highlights everywhere. I can see and find out what you did on the court from 50 different avenues. But guess what? When this one ESPN NBA insider or Fox NBA insider has a breaking story that nobody else has that's all of a sudden going to generate interest because guess what? I can see the highlights everywhere. I can see the game everywhere. All that stuff mm-hmm. is everywhere. And that's no longer, it used to be that you were only seeing those things on ESPN. It used to be that you were only seeing those things on one or two things. That's why sports center you see get Some of the biggest numbers in sports media, because the only time you could catch those highlights and the only way you could see those things were on ESPN. It's why Monday night football um, ESPN Sunday, Sunday countdown uh, used to get really big numbers. But now what does everybody have? Everybody has a Sunday countdown show. Everybody has a Monday night football show. Everybody has this. Everybody has that. So now it's like, okay, how do we generate? Oops.
1: Yep. The beach finally caught him. So, <laughs> But, but um, I understand what he was saying. I understand what you guys are saying about it. I think there's always going to be an argument between athlete and, and media, no matter what especially when we have such an outspoken league of NBA players at the moment. Are you raising your hand? I mean, you yeah.
4: Cause I'm saying like with, with that being said, okay. I, that's why I kind of get like agitated is, with
1: certain. This is the closing yeah, mark. So we got to move forward.
4: Yeah. I know yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's why I kind of get agitated with with certain aspects that where people would be like, well, they're too oversensitive. Why do they respond? Or like they always resp- well, It's Twitter. A lot of these a lot of these players that we we herald like from back in the day they were like rough riders they had you know opinions it's just that twitter didn't exist back then so it's like you, you like right now twitter is 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 a big thing so it's easily to respond to certain things you can get a lot of these superstars opinion who's to say that we wouldn't have got michael jordan's opinion back then if twitter was like a thing back then or he had the means to be able to say whatever he was thinking at the at the moment of him hearing certain things. Michael Jordan got was sensitive. He used that energy on the court.
1: So I mean it, it goes the, both that, ways. Yeah, I think just, that's the difference, though. Because if Michael saw a smidge bit of anything, it yeah. could be Michael Jordan thinks the color blue is ugly. Now I'm taking it personal and now I'm going out and giving you a team. Exactly. Me. like.
3: I I, think, I still think it stems a little. I I think that the, I think it's it's deeper than that though. Just like we we are throwing things at the at the wall. The thing is, you don't want to be held to the fire on your personal life. I get that. You know what I'm saying. But when you underperform, be ready for the for the fire. The Brooklyn Nets, they were all everybody. I'm just being honest in, in the KD um part of it. Everybody was ready to give them the championship already. You get what I'm saying? And they underperformed. Granted, they're extenuating circumstances. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to deny the injuries. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to get into the other hijinks and stuff off the court, but we're talking about on the court. The injuries hamper them and this, that, and the third. But be ready for the fire. And KD has been relatively a guy whose personal life has been kept out of the media. Really? So to be honest with you, he's being held to the flame for his performance. Whereas LeBron, to me, he gets he got held to the fire for being one of the only athletes to take a stand for social justice. He was one of the first people to, to, to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. And mainstream media did not know how to handle that and told him to shut up and dribble. And shout out to LeBron, who became the first a- first active athlete to become a billionaire this week.
1: Absolutely. Shouts out to him.
3: Yeah.
1: So moving into some hockey, the New York Rangers are now up 2-0 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They actually are playing uh, right now. They are playing right now. They're in the first period.
3: In Tampa uh, Bay. This is the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, yes, so at the end of, at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like even with our show, we are guilty of not, you know, spotlighting hockey enough, right? But the Rangers have broke a significant record. The Tampa Bay Lightning, I think they're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and mm-hmm. I think that the Rangers handed them their first back-to-back losses in the playoffs in like three or four years, uh, maybe three years. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, the, the um,
1: Tampa Bay went 18 games without um, taking. It. They were 18 and 0 after losing the first, you know, losing a game in the playoffs.
3: Right. And then even watching game two, I did, t- I did get a chance to chime into games one and two. Um, I thought Tampa Bay would have put a more of a fight, but I feel like this Rangers team is something special. I feel like they have, they're really good on defense and they're really good on offense. And I feel like, they have what it takes to go all the way. I think they're the they they're gonna be the only New York team worth anything at the end of this year. Besides you know, the Yankees and the Mets are playing pretty good. But we expect that from the Yankees. We don't expect that so much from the Mets. But I feel like the Rangers are a surefire bet to have to win the series. In the beginning, people are like, Oh, well, you know, when they hit the lightning, the lightning's gonna show them a thing or two and this that turn. They've been showing that that this series is something to, to take hold and watch.
1: The Rangers, the Rangers are grabbing the Lightning and, and and tossing it everywhere. Like the Rangers in the first game, I believe they scored five or six goals that first yeah. game.
3: Yeah.
1: Then um, the next game was a lot closer, but you can see, even though that last game was closer, the Rangers did everything that they could to defend the home ice right there. And the Rangers, like you said, are looking like a team, one of the, the, the New York teams that's worse than them. But if, as we look at the Rangers in general the past couple of years, the Rangers haven't been any slouchies. They just haven't gotten far, just far. I believe they were uh, in the conference finals, I believe, two or three years ago, not too, not too long ago either. So, Matt, your, your thought on the Rangers?
4: Um, I just think it's really good for the city. It's good to finally have something to, like, be excited for in, in, in the city of New York. Again, like Tavia said, usually – all we have is the Yankees, who are performing very well right now, as we're speaking. But you know, we don't got the Knicks. Clearly, we don't got the Nets. It's just it's, it's something for the city to be excited for. I'm like it. It, it is kind of annoying that you know nobody really covers the NHL to a degree, and maybe we do need to you know highlight it a little bit more, especially now. You know that you know us as New York, you know. New York representatives, like we have something to cheer for. I mean, I, like I saw a clip of the other day of Bobby Smyrna being in, in in the crowd and and joking on the Tampa Bay fan. It's like it's a fun time now. So I mean, uh, like Say said, they're doing pretty good. Tampa Bay is no slouch, you know. You got the Avalanche and the Oilers that's that's playing on the Western, you know, the Western Conference. You know, the, yo, the, the 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 hockey playoffs has been something that's been like talked about. We're well, not really talked about, but been really exciting for like, like the last two, two or three weeks. You know, they're kind of getting overshadowed because of the NBA playoffs. But I've been, you know, paying attention to some of the games, and it has been really exciting. So we really do need to talk about it a little bit more.
3: And something but, to kind of take note of, like, let's not think that this series is going to be easy for the Rangers, because one thing that the length, the Lightning knew on how to do is bounce back from the loss. At the end of the game, at the end of game two, I feel like the Rangers kind of won that by the skin of their teeth. Because the Lightning, for some reason in the third quarter, decided to remember that they were Stanley Cup champions and started to play as such. Um, I do see that this this series, I, I personally feel like it's gonna be it's gonna go to game maybe I think it's gonna be three two today. I, think I feel like um Tampa Bay I, me personally, I feel like Tampa Bay is gonna win this game today. If they don't, I'll be surprised. And if they don't, they'll be dead in the water at this point. But if they win, we now have a series. Uh, we started to kind of see the upkeep of a series at the end of the third quarter, early fourth fourth quarter, where the Rangers became a little bit more conservative on the defense, and the the Lightning came out way more aggressive. Um, I believe that if I think they're heavily favored to win today too, the Lightning, um, because they they I think they kind of found the key to to where they need to kind of to um to wake up. But I let's mean, go Rangers.
4: But if they do, you know, if they do get past, you know, the Lightning. Do you how do you see them faring against teams like the Oilers or you know Colorado? Because right now I think Colorado's up 3-0. And I think their next game is on Monday. So I mean, how do you how do you see them? It looks like they might like whoever wins this series looks like they might be facing Colorado. How do you think that either team are gonna fare against Colorado?
3: I mean, I personally, me personally, I would love for the Rangers to win it all. And I feel like they're heavily favored, too, um, if they get past it. I think once you get past the defending champions, like you, you're only standing in your way at that point.
1: I think Colorado is, uh, is a higher-powered offense than the rest of these teams in, in the uh, – probably not as high-powered as Tampa, but they are a high-powered offense, and they have real solid defense. Um, the Rangers just play super hard, though. And I think that is gonna be the thing that takes them over the top to win the Stanley Cup. Cause the Rangers were no slouch this whole season. Like no. this whole season, they were they were playing, they were playing their best this year. And not a lot of people were talking about it in general, not just us, but if you look at sports Center, you look at the rest of these uh, media outlets, sports media outlets, not too many people outside of, I've seen people on Facebook talking about the Rangers
3: like Larry. Oh, huge it's been a huge yeah. um conversation point in a lot of the circles that i'm in mm-hmm. um just talking about how spectacular the Rangers have played and i feel like they didn't really think that they would take it to the to them to the lightning because the lightning have been like the team to be for the past couple of years um i feel, i just hope that they pull it off. It'll
4: be something to share about. New York needs something to share about. That yeah, well,
3: the Mets and the Yankees are playing out of their minds as well.
1: But the problem with both teams, more so than the Mets than the Yankees, mid at midseason, the Mets start to figure out that they're the Mets and start playing bad. And then the Yankees <laughs> get close to – they get close to the playoffs and start f- forgetting that. Oh, we have twenty seven championships.
3: Yeah, but like, every but the thing is, as a as a Yankee fan, you know that if you, if it's either championship or bust for us.
1: Absolutely.
3: It's been about what thirteen. If I'm not mistaken, thirteen years since the last um, championship for, for the Yankees. Yeah, so all right. like, Yeah, all right. So I feel like when it comes to the Yankees, it's like. It's like, if we're not winning a champion, like, what is we doing? You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, uh, speaking of the Yankees, Derek Jeter, who was like the first, one of my favorite baseball players of all time, just joined joined Twitter. And there's a big documentary coming out on him, uh, similar to The Last Dance, next month on ESPN. Oh, Lord.
1: I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
3: It looks really good. It looks really, really good.
1: I lot. going to lie, ESPN been throwing out some bangers lately. They just had the, yeah, um, low, the low, greatest low. mixtape, the greatest mixtape. Um, 30 Watch that? That, that? Yes, that talk about the N1 culture and in the NBA, and the NBA players low-key, like, it's like, nah, y'all wouldn't have been able to. That play. was funny. <laughs> that was that was funny. <laughs> that
4: was an argument that I was, that was participating in this whole week. Uh Do you think any N1 players could ever, like, you know, do good in the league? And everybody's just like, yo, yeah, well, yeah, Skip to my Lou did. I said, yeah, he's the only Skip one.
1: Skip wasn't officially an N1 player. Like, people forget that Skip was never officially an N1 player. Skip was in the league before N1 became a company. Like, he got yeah. drafted when N1 right. was given, you know, was put, put out his mixtape. Yeah. That's what it essentially was. It's his mixtape. But right. moving, moving forward into some football because um, it's two things we're going to talk about in football. The first thing is that the NFL is lessening their their, their leash in terms of the COVID policies. Teams will not have to um, – they will not be paying too much attention to teams in during their COVID policy. Um, it The NFL ends the COVID surveillance testing among players and coaches. Um, so they're basically leaving it up to the teams to make sure – that their players are clear. could this become a problem um, in the coming season? With right now, I know the COVID rates are a little bit, you know, they, they're rising a little bit. But could this become a problem in
3: the? Nope. Season? NFL always acted as if COVID didn't really exist. So at
1: I mean,
3: all, they, 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 they always had lacks. Certain certain states had them. Most states didn't have them. NFL did not really follow. To me, there were like slaps on the wrists slaps on the rest. You remember, I think it was, we, we went at length talking about the Aaron Rodgers COVID fiasco back in what? November, December of last year? I'm not going down that rabbit hole. They didn't give a damn about the COVID. They, don't give, either, they give even less of a damn about the COVID now, so. Why you look confused, Matt?
4: from uh, I just saw in, in the
1: yeah, what, what are you reporting from the group?
4: <laughs> uh, I sent it to you.
3: Okay,
1: so send it to him um, or send it to us? Send it to you. Who's you? This, uh, oh, no, uh, oh. There. okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't anyway. Um, we're all in agreement on the on the NFL already. I'm pretty sure we don't really.
4: Yeah, it's state. all about money. They don't,
1: they don't care about
3: they nothing. They didn't man. care. They did not care. You care know we had a win win. whole episode talking about COVID protocols <laughs> and all this extra stuff. The NFL did not care about the coronavirus.
1: We took it more serious than they did. It, we, yeah.
3: felt, <laughs> we haven't we been felt, in the uh, studio. We have been in the studio almost two years.
1: They open on the weekends now. They open on the weekend oh. again. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> I can't get up in New York on the weekend no more. Via sat- via
3: satellite. I- I always, always. you know, like, how how less stringent? Like,
1: <laughs> what are they doing now? Like, all right, guys. <laughs> I guess
3: that's what that's what society basically did. They was like, "Oh, COVID over, y'all. New on your own. Go back to work." They're making people
1: pay for the COVID test now. You see? Yeah, I know. Yeah.
3: They're like no vaccine, no worry. You're fine. You'll be all right. It's just a cold. When I had COVID, when I had COVID, I felt like I was gonna die. And this, and I, and I was vaccinated, and I was boosted, all that stuff. I laid there in my bed and questioned the validity of life. And that is with a vaccine. And I know, knock on wood, if that would have been me two years ago, I would not have made it. It took
1: something out of me that I never got back. My friend was texting me the other day. She was like, I'm eating food and it still doesn't taste the same. Meanwhile, she had COVID in November of last year. And things are still not tasting the same. I know people, um, Jason Tatum was talking about when he first contracted COVID, he has to use an asthma pump now and he he caught COVID in late 2020. And or early 2021 and it messed up his breathing to the point where he has to use an asthma pump, like now, still. Yeah. But the NFL don't care. So, you know, why should we care about the NFL not caring about about the players? But I thought it was just an interesting tidbit about the NFL, you know, you know, doing what the NFL does. Um I
4: gave Aaron Rodgers MVP after he did he
3: did. So, you know, <laughs> that's clearly like, that I come. still get, I still cannot get over that. <laughs> I still, you, you know, it haunts me how he said that he was immunized. It haunts me to this day how he looked into the camera so dastardly. I was like I'm immunized. I, I have nightmares about it. I'm glad she used like the common phrase, dastardly.
1: This man that is a whole super villain on the screen talking about He's that.
3: like a whole super villain talking about every mirrors. Mm-hmm. And then and I y'all have know how vivid y'all time. know how vivid my my imagination is. I text you about my imagination all the time. So can you <laughs> fathom <laughs> the, the shit that I go through in my mind?
1: the man's with the bane mask on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not gonna hold you when it dropped. I just like, I just turned my phone off. I was like, Yo, p and Tigger, i never gonna let this. Oh. Go. Never. Nah, we, we get- held your ass to
3: that fire. <laughs> cook your boy, cook him up. Cooked him up. <laughs>
1: cooked him up. <laughs> Matt got cooked a lot for Aaron Rodgers. I, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Matt, you got cooked for a good two months because of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm
3: yeah, still
4: getting cooked. It. I'm still good to Kenneth talking about
3: Aaron Rodgers now. Yeah, we we it's talking not
4: just him. you. And <laughs> Kenneth, Larry, Janelle, all of them. They they always keep hearing me up about Aaron Rodgers, like because you don't you don't got good taste in quarterbacks. Like I'm <laughs> like, uh, it's not even I, mean, I have a new damn.
3: target. I have three targets for this year. This upcoming football uh, I already know who one is. Aaron Rodgers. Well,
1: that's that's not I that's <laughs> a new be <target. laughs>
3: Travis Kelsey, why?
1: Oh, yes, because because shitty boys They said it got... wasn't
3: true. She said it wasn't true.
4: Oh, let me guess. She's supposed to say that. Uh, That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't ne- let me tell you something. I would never admit publicly that that even if it did happen, I would never admit it publicly. I would, I would, gee, I would hold that to, I would take it to the grave. Protect your chicken,
1: protect your <laughs> mentals. Well, she she didn't protect her chicken because she decided to come out with it for whatever reason. Like that was crazy. That's crazy for it to be like, yo, yeah, that's not you know what we don't know what's true. Only them two know what's true. Because even if she exactly. says it's not true, it it, it still could have happened. She could be back cuddling out. It doesn't matter. Exactly. N- do Deshaun
3: Watson is on my shit list.
1: So Speaking of that, before we Wolf get into, Jackson,
3: whatever the fuck his name is. So, so getting to. Beach all Wow.
1: Get into Watson real quick. Um, he has another indictment now. He has now, not 22, it's 23. 23. Now we just found out that he tried to pay 100 grand to all 23 women. And the reason why none of the women took it because the NDA that he. Um, he presented them was really, really aggressive.
3: Fuck him. Next. I hope, I, let me tell you something. I hope he, let me, let me all right. I'm going to go with the PG version of what please I hope. go with
1: the PG version, <laughs>
3: please? <laughs> I hope he never plays football again. That's not going to happen. Well, I just hope. One day, one day, on one day, crap. they're going to Ray Rice's ass. One day. It's going to take the right story.
1: They're going to Ray Rice's ass. You'll see. The NFL concluded the investigation like recently, so we should have a verdict in a few weeks. They'll
4: probably be suspended for the season, and you'll see them next season. Yeah. Wouldn't they have vetoed that, that contract to a degree? Nope. Uh, no, one,
1: one has nothing to do with the other. Still getting paid. It's guaranteed, right? The, yes. The team can offer him a deal. The NFL can't veto it. Like there's few exceptions to the NFL video veto and stuff. Roger Dell is bad, but I don't think he's he's not he's that bad. We no.
3: we had spent two minutes too long talking about that 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 sexual abuser. Yeah,
1: moving forward. Um, Lamar Jackson is still without an extension, and <laughs> he has not shown up to OTAs. You don't. Those are. You don't have to show up to those. But he said he will go to training camp. Now, if you are Mr. Jackson, um, there's a stat that came out that he's been hit 891 times in his short career. If you are not the Jacksons, but if you are the Ravens, do you extend him do you give him a long term extension? Or do you franchise tag him till you don't feel like franchise tagging him anymore? And What's that makes money. Huh?
4: That's
3: a, no, you guys What do you think? So oh, pay that you. man his money. Pay that, he man, that
4: man. He
3: deserves it. I mean, even though the Ravens haven't done jack shit in the playoffs, but you know, <laughs> they do, do stuff the, they do do stuff during the regular season. So you know, you there's more regular season games than there are playoff games. So you know what? Pay that man his money. You'll get to the first round. You might get. You might get to the wild card round.
1: You definitely get into the wild card round, but you the, the first round mm. <laughs> without Lamar
4: Jackson, how relevant is the Baltimore Ravens? You said
1: with, the Lamar, Jack- with Lamar Jackson without how is, no, but, but how Cleveland? relevant
3: are they without? They're Lamar gonna get, They're gonna. They're gonna really start getting past a few of the teams that that are, that have been depleted since. I mean, granted, the biggest. I feel like without Lamar Jackson, to your point, um, Matt, they are nothing.
4: Done nothing, and Shaq is right. I mean, if you paying, I know it's too long, too much too much conversation on Watson, but you give him Watson that type of money,
3: and I he's mean, done nothing. Lamar Jackson
4: is at least one of MVP awards. I mean, that needs to be taken into account. That's why I said that's why I asked you the question.
1: I'm taking more into how, account than anything. how
4: relevant is the Ravens without Lamar Jackson? Again, you have to like. Again, like what Tavia said, Tavia has what she said holds water. Like a lot of these teams are that word depleted will be a lot more relevant now, right? And 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 and, and the Ravens could fare a, a stand against them with or without Lamar Jackson, but we like their chances a lot more with, with him. Lamar You're Jackson. Right. You're so right. So with that being said, if Deshaun Watson is getting that type of guaranteed money with no accomplishments. And Lamar Jackson fairly has somewhat close to the same QBR rating that Deshaun Watson has had when he was active and he's getting that type of money. Lamar Jackson deserves that type of money. Agree.
3: I agree.
1: agree. Now, if we look at the AFC North, I believe the teams are in the – because that's where they are. It's Pittsburgh. Cincinnati, trash. Good. Cleveland, trash. You said Cincinnati's trash? I no, said, he meant Pittsburgh
2: no. was trash.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm about to say
3: The good.
1: Bengals. Let me tell you something.
3: The Bengals are gonna be the team to beat. I feel like they
4: got that that division.
3: I think they got that division.
4: With Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, they still got that division.
1: But, yeah, go yeah, it's the Bengals, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens. Right now, the Bengals was the best team. We we. In that division, which I still think they will be the best team in that division, Um we don't care about the Steelers because we we, we only care about the Steelers because of Mike Tomlin. Honestly, we'll be completely honest. That's the only reason why people we still talk about them. Doodoo Browns at the bottom are going to be at the bottom of the division, so it's really just the Bengals and the Ravens.
4: So, so it's still not Baker, AKA. <laughs> The new MVP of the XFL in 2024.
1: <laughs> Bro, he mess around them XFL quarterbacks. He gonna be second that job on, X- on the XFL. Baker yeah. going to the XFL. I see. It. I see it
4: happen.
1: No, he's gonna do the CFL. I see it make He going to
3: stay
1: on. Child. He going to more commercials.
3: Um, well, what the hell? I was gonna say, damn, whatever happened to that kid? Oh, what's his name? He was a, he was uh, the one of Dining the number yeah, maybe he'll be in the XFL. You think, probably, probably. I, I think probably. it's like
1: more likely he, he's in the XFL for sure.
3: What a fall from grace! You know, who else need to take his ass there too? The one that's injury prone from, from the, the um, New Orleans,
1: um, instance. James what's that? Jameis, Crab Lake? Yep.
3: Take your ass to the XFL. You know who else needs to go there to the XFL too? We'll make a Mayfield, bye. The I said that. You gotta go. You Appreciate gonna
1: be there now, cause you don't know
4: if Watson's gonna
3: not. It's your second chance.
1: No, nah, that's just like sixth chance.
3: your oh. ass on to the damn XFL.
4: What, was his name on his jersey gonna be State Farm Representative?
1: Mm-hmm. State Farm Representative one and two with Manziel and, 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 and Maybe sure. for sure. anyway. Oh my god! I'm so proud of myself. Look at my abs. I have. Them. You see them? the the abs, and then the, the, you got to show them the
3: the the, the guns The
1: gun. She was her butt. She showed her butt on one of them. There. Yeah, because she stole somebody hoochie daddy shorts. She don't want
4: them
1: to wear it since so she stole it. I don't care what you wear. You can be a hoochie all you want.
3: I want all y'all to be hoochies in the summer. Not you, Matt, because I love your wife. So.
4: I'm, I'm far from there.
3: My house hey, you got your, yeah? I know. That's you what you had, got you your hoochie shorts ready? They better I be got, right here. Oh, they're right here.
1: They're all black, too.
4: My shorts go past my knees. they right here. Hey, my, was ringing my bell? <laughs> my
3: shorts go.
1: Nah, I'm not wearing shorts past my knees no more.
4: Right?
3: I, I do. to put myself on mute because I'm about I had such a serious house game. My family is coming to reprimand me, so you just gotta give me one second.
1: No problem. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna talk about the playoffs. So go ahead, you do that. <laughs> so man. so your man. Um do we need to take you off camera? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll put you down here. You type us and let us know when you're ready got you. So a well, man's nice uh, skin Jesus, right? A well, man did all he could. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. He did all he could. So uh, for those joining, we are talking about the NBA Finals now. That's the final topic. Um, and just flat out, right? Do the Celtics have what it takes To be the team to actually dethrone the Warriors.
4: One hundred percent. I mean, Draymond low key said it. That's why. That's why everybody got at him about it. Because Shaq, like, that's what I said. The question was asked to Draymond after they won. You know, they won the the Western Conference. That uh, who do you want to play? Right. Yeah, and he tried to like. You know, monkey foot around it a little bit, and Shaq like pressured it out of him. Like, who do you want to play? So Dre said, Draymond said pretty much like, well, the team I know we're gonna play is the Boston Celtics. He wanted to he wanted to face Miami. That matchup would have been a lot easier for them, to a degree. You're you're, you're, you're on mute. You're on that mute. matchup
1: is godsend for the yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I, and I love the Miami Heat, but seeing how hobbled Miami Heat is, Steph Curry would have had a damn field day. As much as I'm they like, had nobody Miami, to Miami, Miami bruh.
4: They would have had nobody to hold them. And and whereas, granted, Miami is so they're, – they're, they're good defensively. But where they would have fell apart in is the fact that they wouldn't have been able to keep up scoring with Golden State. Whereas Boston, they are – just as great on defense, but they're a lot better with switching on their defense to where Steph can try to get away from the screens, but he's gonna have somebody else on him. And they're they are they whatever they're doing, because what we seen in 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 game one, they played Jordan Poole so well that he wasn't able to score anything. He looked uncomfortable from tip-off. Klay Thompson didn't show up. He was virtually a no-show and Granted, Steph Curry played to his capabilities. He, he's, he was light-skinned Jesus in the first quarter and went missing the second half. And what we know about Golden State is their 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 their, their range show is game is always the third quarter. If you survive that third quarter, you have a real good chance of beating them. And Boston survived that third quarter. And then came into the fourth quarter and outscored on what like forty to like twenty-three, I think. It was like a twenty-eight
1: yeah, point it was wild. like a
4: twenty-eight point turnaround. They were down fourteen and, and went up fourteen. <laughs> like that, like it was that quick. It happened out of nowhere. And it starts with Boston hitting a lot of their threes in the fourth quarter. Marcus Smart showed up, uh Al Horford showed up, Williams showed up. It was just I don't expect them to, to 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 kill them on threes like they did in game one, but if Boston plays, they did their job. They took one, they 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 stole one on the road, but they've been fairly abysmal at protecting their home court this this playoff. So, it, like I said, it, 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 it can go either way. I'm still going with the Warriors, and and I said the Warriors in six. I'm going to have to upgrade that to seven. This is definitely might be a seven-game series. But if the Warriors drop tonight or last night, being when y'all hear this, because, you know, y'all will be hearing this probably Monday and it's Sunday, game two will probably already have happened. But if the Warriors drop game two, it's going to look real, real spooky. It's going to look very similar to what happened to the Brooklyn Mets.
1: <laughs> bad. I don't think I don't think that the Warriors could beat Boston 4 games straight. Exactly. I don't like if they go down 2-0, I don't see the Warriors going 4-2 straight. Like I do see uh if they go down, the game the series has to go to 7 and the Warriors have to pull up some some magical stuff because if you look at Boston and the reason why they were so dangerous and the reason why I think Tay picked them to beat Miami, too, is that not just Miami being kind of shorthanded and Jimmy Butler being the only star, but if you look at their team, you have two two-way superstars superstars on your team in Brown and Tatum. Um Marcus Smart is your defensive player of the year. Al Horford is having a resurgence of, of his career. So, the in the bench squad for the Celtics, even Derek White is going to work. And Derek White has always been good from the Spurs days. So, with that being said, the Warriors, for the first time, is going up against a team that has the same amount of firepower, if not more, than they do. And support part and better on defense too, as well. Right. If you look at their finals run, we look at the years they faced the Cavs. The Cavs bet like say what people want, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dick ride the Cavs. their bench wasn't up to par with Golden State's bench from jump, neither of the championship series. Toronto's bench. Wasn't up to par. We go to State Warriors. The only difference is that go to State Warriors were hurt, right? Now, now we get into a series with it, with both teams being completely healthy, and you have to match bench for bench. You have to match team for team. Excuse me. You have to have, go match bench for bench, team for team. And you even look at the starters. The starters on Boston look better than the starters on Golden State.
4: The bench is looking better
1: too. Yeah, the bench is looking better. I, I definitely spoke about the bench, but the starters look better than Golden State starters. But it's just if, if you take nah. Steph Curry out, you take Steph Curry out that lineup, Boston blows Golden State out by like 30, 35. That's what I
4: said that 28 point. Turn again. They were down fourteen going in the whole quarter, and they went on a like a thirty-something scoring run, and then not, next, next thing you know, they're above, they're up fourteen. <laughs> so it was just like, and like I said, Steph went real like he he didn't really do much in the second half. Clay didn't do much either. Jordan Well,
3: was well, well. Here we go. I was wrong. I thought the Celtics were gonna get. Routed, and I thought they were gonna get which, what what Matt used to say: duct tape,
1: and nothing or, else after that. <laughs>
3: and and held up.
1: Yeah, duct tape and held up.
3: Duct tape and held up. So, now. We, ladies and gentlemen, we have a series. We have a finals. I feel like the the Golden State Warriors are gonna answer back tonight. I feel no. like the, like last. The the game. I mean, Steph Curry did all that he could do. He's the best scorer in this generation. I wouldn't say best player, but I would say he's the best scorer. Um, but the the Boston Celtics look like a complete team out there. They play with with this. If Al Horford doesn't win MVP, if they win, that'll be a shame because he's the.
4: You really
3: hard. the he's not at, I mean, at least
1: at least Al Horford put up more than. Ten points in series, like
4: I mean, I hear Al Horford, but then I think we need to give some credit to Jalen Brown, who who took on that scoring low because Jason Tatum wasn't hitting shit. <laughs> so be like,
1: that mm. yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
4: And, and shout out to Jason Tatum who realized he was having an off night and became a facilitator. So I mean, yo, Boston is a team, and I don't think Golden State has ever really faced a team. Like for what Jay, Dre is saying, like a complete team—the last team that they that they faced and gave them some level of problem—freaking shit the bed in, in in game seven and couldn't hit a three to save their life in the Eastern Rockets. It's like this is a team that is look that looks somewhat similar to me, but are dogs defensively. So it's like.
3: And they're tall. What my, my problem with the Celtics, though, they're not consistent. At and all. And do get lazy. And yep. the thing is, look, this is what the problem is. They started that game off very lazy to the point where I thought it was going to be an easy night. Like, I went to sleep. I woke up, and I was like, they won? What? They won but um, they get lazy. I feel like I the, the series, if they don't play with tenacity the entire time, this – I still – Me personally, I still feel Golden State's going to pull it out. Me personally, I feel like Golden State's going to win this this series. I still believe so, right? I feel like Golden State's going to make the adjustments that the Celtics are not going to make. Steve Kerr is very seasoned at this, even though I'm a Knicks fan. Everybody knows I'm a long-suffering Knicks fan, so I do not want the Boston Celtics to win because of that reason. You get what I'm saying? For the most part. But they have a great young core. They remind me of the, the Bengals. They have a great young core. They can make a deep run, but they're not consistent. They they have a the they have a bad way of letting teams back into these series. They did it with Miami, and I will tell you, Clay, Steph, Draymond, that core. They are not Jimmy Butler in the Pits. They're not.
0: Yeah.
3: Even though you know how I feel about Draymond, you know how I cannot, I will not ever take away the fact that they will make the adjustments. Now, if they don't win tonight, if the oh. Golden State Warriors don't win this game tonight, it'll be Celtics in five. Uh,
1: it'll be
3: over. If, yeah, it'll be gentleman, over.
1: Gentlemen sweet? Yeah.
4: Because, again, I don't, like. You lost again. all the advantage at this point. Again, Boston is not really great at home. They've won more games on the road no, no,
3: than no
4: Yeah, they've won more games on the road than they have. But I don't put it past this young, hungry team. Again, I look at the Celtics team and I still see that agitation of when they lost to go the they lost to Cleveland in, in game seven. And how hungry they almost knocked off LeBron in the you gotta you gotta look like you really gotta take into account of that. And that wasn't too far ago. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, and, now
1: the LeBron and the Pips team right there, too. Exactly, they could have exactly. easily taken taken them out.
4: And if they yeah. beat that if they beat that Cleveland team, I'm not to say that they wouldn't have beat that Golden State team, honestly, because again, they're hungry. They did not they're not afraid of the moment. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, they are not afraid of the moment. And they done got Grant Williams involved. They got, a, they got Pritchard involved. Robert Williams involved. Al Horford. Al Horford, of all people, who we thought was gone. We thought he was done. We thought he went to Philadelphia and he was going to be done afterwards. Came back to Boston and now is, is scoring 28 points. Who's outperforming and outworking Giannis, of all people. Like, this... this this is the Al Hoffa we're speaking of right now. And he's on this Boston Celtics team that a bunch of dogs and they are hungry. And if yes. they knock off Golden State in Golden State, blood is in the water, and everybody should be afraid.
1: And the thing KG said something on his podcast recently, he was speaking to Adam Sandler. Um, he said that the Boston Celtics are a team that doesn't know that they're supposed to be getting washed by the warriors you oh. said something along those lines like it's the, truth. the boston Celtics don't know that they're not supposed to be the team that dethrones the warriors which makes them more dangerous than than golden state will give them credit for
3: i don't really agree with that how so because it was apparent very early in the season that the Celtics were the team to beat in the East. It was very apparent they were routing over the Bucks during the regular season. People started to wake up around the the the, uh, the break. The, the break, break. all star break, yeah,
1: all star break. That's when they started turning it all the way up.
3: Yeah, whereas I feel like people slept on the Warriors more until the playoffs. This is true. You get what I'm saying now. The Celtics, people were all right. They were like, okay, they're gonna, you know, it's still Giannis's East, and Yannis didn't have the East for that long. They only had the East for one for, for, for the finals because they stumbled and bumbled their way all the way through the goddamn playoffs last year. So the East was for the taking. So, but we all said from the beginning, and I heard many the Celtics were the team to beat, the team to watch. Now What I do, I do feel like because of nostalgia and because of the the dominance that the Golden State Warriors has had over the NBA Finals for the past 10 years, you know what I'm saying? You look at the matchup and you're like, you know what, this is easy work. I fell into that trap. I thought it was going to be light work for them. Not because the the Celtics are a less than team. They have a squad. You get what I'm saying? So I will give them that. But I felt that, you know, when playoff times come, you know experience and in this the problem with the golden state warriors <laughs> is that they're not they're known for one or two p- pieces of defense but it's like feast or famine they they live by that that they live and die by the three the boston celtics my biggest problem with the boston celtics is they they get lazy they don't when it comes to the second and third quarters it, as if they go on cruise control and the, the Warriors are a team that you have to keep the pressure on. They saw what it was to keep the pressure on towards the end of the game. They locked, they they shut down Clay. They shut him down. He was ineffective. They
4: enjoyed the pool.
3: Yes. Ineffective. Yeah, Yo, oh, they, the they, took, they took all the peripheral weapons away from Steph. And they gave Draymond more than he could handle on defense. But my problem with they do, my problem like I keep saying, my problem with the Boston Celtics, the, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat should not have taken in the seven games. That's a fact. They should, should have been not been have taken the seven. They should have been over at five. I'm it should have been over in five. They took in the seven and almost beat them in game seven. It's True. not I don't
4: even think they should even win six six games with Milwaukee without Chris Miller. Yes.
3: and that's yes. what I was saying. How is the, the, thing, the thing is, I feel like with the Celtics, if this is a long series, they're in trouble. Yeah. They you are in.
1: The thing about Golden State is that they know how to, they know how to turn it up when they need to turn it up. Like, they'll let you get your rocks off and play as hard as you want to in the first and second quarters, but then when you look at the score, Yo, Golden State is only down five or six. <laughs> they get to that third quarter and just route teams. It's true. The Celtics are not going to be able. the Celtics handled that route the first game because the the uh, Warriors didn't get anything from anybody else for most of that first game. If Clay was hitting, if Poole was on point, they been straight. It was only Stefan and Wiggins we're not looking at Wiggins as a prolific scorer. Wiggins gets you a good 15. Wiggins scored 20. Wiggins did what he was supposed to do. But Pool, if we're gonna be for real about Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole has been kind of shaky since the, the past Denver, couple of games.
4: Since Denver. Not,
1: not even I'm not gonna say since Denver, but the past couple of games, since he's been kind of he's been kind of since Denver
4: No, honestly, he's been he's been like this since, since Denver. Denver. Since Denver. He's yeah, been like that. He was. He was not. He showed up probably like one game during that Memphis series. For fairly, Clay, Clay and Wiggins bailed them out of of the Memphis series. Wiggins bailed them out of that that Dallas series. Again, that Dallas series shouldn't have even gone as far as it did.
1: But we're forgetting a... somebody. We're forgetting somebody too. You just said his name. Clay Thompson has not been playing good this whole playoffs.
3: Good.
1: No, this entire playoffs. And he's been skating. He's just been skating, and nobody's been really talking six. about it except that one game six. But the second he's been playing good the second half. But what's first going on the in the first two quarters? Why are you just throwing the ball at the hoop? Well, he's like, always been like that. He catches nah, but shot. it's been bad. No, he's been he's been like that. But he's also a player who could hit from the mid range. He's yeah. just jacking, he, like going. Bro, going like four for fifteen ain't gonna help nobody. You don't me <laughs> that ain't gonna help nobody. Clay
4: Thompson <laughs> messed up my parlay. Like, I'm feeling some type of vibe. Clay Thompson
1: will yeah. mess up a lot of people's parlays unless Clay Thompson goes turns the clock, and Clay Thompson cannot turn the clock. This series is going to be on how efficient Steph Curry can be. This efficient is going to. This series is going to be how much Jordan Poole can give them if he can give them anyway because Boston is like nah on relax. On yeah. Boston is like relaxed. And Clay Shock Thompson. Is, Clay Thompson's just like they're just like Klay Thompson, whatever, you do whatever you want. And yeah. Draymond is not an offensive player at this it he's not a scoring threat. Honestly, I'm, not putting, I'm not even putting Draymond in the corner to shoot a three. Yeah. Is, that's how inefficient he is.
4: But honestly Tatum had the money quote. And mm-hmm. it's all about the length of time of this series, mm-hmm. like I said, like like Tavia said, if this game, if this series goes to seven, it's in Golden State's hands because you're going back to you're going back to the chase the chase center. You don't want to go there. Why? Because the Warriors are not Miami in that sense. They are they are an offensive threat, and when they get hot, it is over. <laughs> like, it is no if and buts about it, and. They are big game players. Not saying Boston is not a big game playing team either, but you want to end this as fast as possible.
1: You, you don't want the, this you to need linger. To win this. Game two. Yeah, you, you don't
4: want this series to linger because if it lingers, Golden State is more equipped to figure out a game plan to expose you. Whereas Miami or Milwaukee or Brooklyn, for that matter, don't have that luxury. They're not. They're not of that caliber of teams that Boston has sufficed. You get what I'm and saying? Outside
1: of the Brooklyn team, those those coaches that Boston went through, yeah. um, Budenhoser and, and Eric Spolstra are really good coaches that make adjustments.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: going against probably one of the best teams ad- that make adjustments in the Warriors. So but, well, Budenhoser is not a made, really
3: good a, a, not a good I was gonna play. say holes is not a, not known for adjustments. They not I feel like good. I feel like last year and you know what hold me to it I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. The Bucks win the championship last year was a fucking fluke. They wouldn't have they shouldn't have beat Brooklyn. I'm sorry I'm not gonna they that shouldn't have beat Brooklyn. It Kevin wasn't Durant should,
1: Kevin Durant should have a, a smaller size foot. That
4: like, if Kyrie <laughs> doesn't get hurt, they would have been done in
3: five or six. i I feel like the um the the Bucks beating the, the the Phoenix Suns was because the Phoenix Suns could not play defense.
1: In the said to say.
3: Cut. Bein Cut. honest being honest with you. Being honest with you, Budenholzer, Should've he did not they did not make any damn adjustments in, in any of the series. They didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh who was the other coach? Spol- Spolestra. Spolestra. You know what I'm saying he um He played with the hand that he had. And Jimmy Butler, let me tell you something. Jimmy Butler should not be ashamed of his performance at all. I mean, when you perform like that, you still lose. That does something to you. You get what I'm saying? Um, But I don't know who, I don't know. I I just feel like the the Celtics kind of stole one the other night on Thursday. Mm. But I do not find them to be the better team. I find that they are really, they, they, are the best matchup from the Eastern Conference to the Golden State Warriors. That's I feel awesome. like they're the only team that's gonna give them a fight. I feel like if it was Bucks, Draymond so, would have oh. been able to do something against Giannis. I they feel like before. if it was Miami, Brooklyn, if it was Brooklyn, it would have been done in two. But um
1: <laughs> they would have put Draymond and KD and that would have been it. The game would have been over.
3: Right. KD, 35 on Draymond. You but you it. know what wait, but and you know, 35
1: shooting with nine for 40. <laughs> yeah, he was 35.
3: It, is it true that Kevin Durant was like the, the Warriors wouldn't be where they were without him? What happened? I don't
4: that? No. What they were talking about is the Draymond and, and Kevin Durant exchange yeah.
1: where Draymond was said they were there before they were they made it to the finals without him. So and no, what right. Draymond was saying was basically
4: like Kevin Durant was he was he was fantastic, but that was because Steph Curry kept getting doubled seven times more. Like that that was what that was exchange was about. Basically, he was trying to big up Steph because everybody would say like Steph doesn't perform big in the finals, which isn't true. You know, but
1: he shoot, he's very erratic in the fi- in the finals though. He's not bad, but he's like it's like, come on, Steph. Like we know you can do it. Like you, but you little. Shaky sometimes, like, like I that, still think, yeah, that, I think first, that game seven, yeah. I'm still stuck with that game seven. Against I still think that, that first is, championship
4: should have got MVP, bro. But Iguodala got it, and I'm not gonna shit on Iguodala. Like he's a no,
1: good player. No, no, but, Yes we are. No, so yes, yes we are. are. Yes we no, are. I'm, I'm are. gonna shit on Iguodala. Iguodala, no, 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 no. For that first championship, no. Yes we are. Yes, yes, yes we are. Steph Curry but <laughs> like, so don't everybody?
4: Yeah, but it, it, he had a lot of good, like a lot of clutch shots. He did some clutch defensive moments.
1: Steph Curry so, averaged almost thirty.
4: Well aware of that. <laughs> well aware of. But then you got, you know, you got analysts like Skip who will sit there and Max who would sit there and go, like, he's not a, he's not a good big time player. He's not a good finals player. And I'm like, he averages over twenty seven.
1: 28 every finals. How is he it, it's just <laughs> I, like I if you're telling me Steph is not efficient in the finals, I'll give you that argument, but that's not saying he's not a good player because he caught he takes too much attention off of people, which is exactly. what Draymond was saying.
0: That's exactly if what I saying. see
1: Steph running around and I had to choose between KD and Steph. I don't know. I think I'm gonna choose the person who could shoot from the parking lot. Oh, truth be told, all <laughs> three of them. Clay, Steph. And KD.
4: Truth be told, with Kevin Durant out and Clay still was there, I still was saying the Warriors was gonna beat the Raptors. And they showed it. Clay had 30 in three quarters before and he went down. <laughs> like so they you got, got to hurt. really think
0: about
1: it. They, right.
4: they, they were hurt. They were hurt hurt. Like it was a wrap. And Steph Curry still performed. He carried them to sixth I like I like Skip Skip Bayless. Max Kellerman annoys my soul, but there's, they just certain things. It's just they'll put this narrative out like Steph is not good in the finals, and it, that is far from the truth.
1: I feel like Max Kellerman still want to rap. Like Jesus,
3: you know what? The, who are they to say somebody's not good? They they don't even make the finals in two K. Like like <laughs> like, relax. There's only but so much you can do. At the end of the day, this this is you know I'm a big opponent of this. Yeah. Basketball is a team sport. You can put up a hundred points, but if your team ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing, you're not gonna win the game.
1: If you have a hundred points and five assists, compared to you having you're thirty, problem. In, right, compared to having thirty points and fifteen assists, <laughs> you're
3: part of problem. You're part of the problem. But there's sometimes there's some nights where people should be like, "Look, you, you know, you off tonight? Give me the goddamn ball." <laughs> Case in point, I will forever go back to this most scarring moment. Game seven of the nineteen ninety-four NBA playoffs in the NBA. Playoffs,
1: Christ. Oh right? my god. Oh
3: like he should have two-finger tapped John Starks and be like, Shorty, 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 sat down. You're not fitting to do this today. <laughs> Matt
1: had to leave. <laughs> that was, uh,
3: Patrick Ewing was... should have been look, sat down. Sat sat down.
1: He should have. He should have like, what are you doing? What what are you doing?
3: Shoot he's like shoot with another Oakley team. on that team? Yeah, shoot another, huh? Yeah. A, uh, he should have uh, picked him up uh, by his jersey. Oakley should have punched him in the chest.
1: Like, yo, what my man, what are you t- doing?
3: Anthony Mason was on that team too. Should have punched yo, him in the
1: chest. Bruh, they should have jumped him. Jumped. <laughs> At
3: halftime, he should have got jumped and put what's his name? Doc Rivers ass out there with Rolando yeah, Blackman and the Knicks would have been champions in 1994.
4: Oakley talked about that series too. He just said that. <laughs> Patrick in there. Ewing, no, he said, he said Patrick Ewing was just not that guy. I'm like,
3: all right, Oakley, you wasn't that guy either. Like, like, stop it. Okay. Stop, stop. You, you're, talking about, you're talking about your abilities now. Okay. You're talking about it. I, I, I always get mad when people talk about their abilities. You're talking about, we? I love you. I love you. I love you. You are a New York staple. You gave me some of the best basketball memories in my life. But you're
1: talking above your age. And your your wage
3: right now. It's above you now.
1: Hilarious. But that's a wrap for us. Shout out to the Doctors Network and all the shows on there. Shout out to us, of course. Uh, you know, Mr. Tan Man Pete. What yeah, he just, he didn't even try to come
3: back.
1: He, yo, he didn't even text and say, like, yo, my bad. He's like, Oops. I'm yo, I'm not, I answers. think he did do that. I think he, uh, blah, 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 press the button and just left.
4: You probably got in trouble. This girl's like, "This is my time." You're supposed to record on Saturdays. You
3: know who can't rap to me, and I like them as a I, Jack Harlow. That song, First Class," his it just it, it does something to my soul. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe I hear it so much, but it's like Jack Harlow can't rap.
1: I don't know. I haven't heard him. I haven't heard him rap outside of that song.
4: I like what's popping, and I like. Uh,
1: oh, he oh he does do that.
4: He thing.
3: gotta stick to TikTok songs.
4: I like what's popping. I like the other song that he dropped. Uh, not
3: this, not this recent one. Nah,
4: I'm. I, no nah, I mean it's catchy, but it's because no, Brandy,
3: like Brandy's freestyle shot him up on his own freaking um, song. Yo,
4: well, Brandy can rap. I've always knew that. How
3: you, how you
1: run up in somebody's spot like that, like Yo, yo, yo you let Brandy run up in his spot? He <laughs> put the Jack Harlow song. I don't know any more Jack Harlow songs. No, me. I don't care, really, I don't care really. to know any more Jack Harlow songs.
4: I my playlist. Hold on.
1: But for the voice of a generation, people's auto for BK Matt, for the Queen, Queen Tay, is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.